Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Thanks for listening to the Von Hessler Doctrine podcast. Remember, you can hear the show from 4 to 7 on 95.5 WSB and follow the doctrine on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter for even more content. Live from the heart of Atlanta, Georgia, and beyond, hour one of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins right now. I am your lovable, huggable radio chat host, Eric Von Hessler. The other voices you hear are the doctrinaires. Man of a thousand voices, Tim Andrews. Lady of 184.7 characters, Autumn Fisher. Somewhere out there in the clouds, the man behind the glass, George Clark. And the handsomest producer in all of producery, Jared Yamamoto. Look at us uh, doing the show a little differently today. Yeah, we do sound a little differently. That's because the acoustics are completely different because we have a what? Live show. Yeah. And everybody in this audience is a hero and a wonderful person because they donated to Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. And rather than just throw them a tote bag and say thanks, <laughs> we decided we put on a live show for you. You're all here. It's fantastic. And we want to get right into our first segment because English Nick has a bedtime of 6 p.m. Mm -hmm. and he is featured in this segment. So, George, if you're listening, let's do this. It's English Nick with Kittle Pit. Toodle pip. There, <laughs> there we go. There, there was a young toodle pip person and an explosion there, I believe. However, yes. the young person was not exploded. No, we she's, want people she's to know still, that. Still alive and well. The now young she's person. Seven, she's seven now. She's seven now. Yeah. Uh, some people say she's been healthier than ever since the explosion incident for the toodle pip sounder. Yes. I'm saying that some people are saying that. I just want that you know, in a court of law, I would bring that up. That explosion actually happened on the highway, highway 20, going to Conyers. Really? Yeah. That's where I recorded that in the car. One well, day. listen. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, who actually wants to get to Conyers? Just kidding. Hey. Just kidding. We love Conyers. We love everybody in Conyers. Even though one we time... we love Conyers? Yeah, we love Conyers. In my, in, we, we love Conyers. It's beautiful. Love. They don't allow Eric Von Hessler there because he did a naughty thing once. I almost got a... I almost got arrested at a, I remember at, that after morning. a show at Conyers that. once. And I think I think it was a long time ago, and I believe I'm probably holding the entire population of the town responsible for something that most of them didn't know anything about. Most of them weren't were even out of bed yet. It was an early morning show. All I know yeah. is I remember at the end of the show thinking, I mean, at the time I was probably like 40 or something, thinking, <laughs> 40 years I've never been in jail, and that may end today because I did a radio show. Seems very, very silly. Mm -hmm. But uh, we ended up uh, getting out of there just barely before the cops arrived, which uh, we have a lot of stories like that in our radio past, but we won't dwell on them no, here. No, no. Uh, Toodle Pips, I just want to say this. I hope you got a story about Taylor Swift because I've been waiting to rant and rave 
<laughs> on this since I turned the game off last night. Because so I'm telling you, I, I don't want to come off as a hater. And I know that you do have a story. I so do, yeah. Well, it's her, what did her, she make a billion dollars for today, waking up? She made $2.8 just from the premieres of her new yes. Eras movie, which opens today. And I guess we should just call this uh, Taylor Pip. Taylor Pip today, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, 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 I can feel that you're about to go down there. First, I feel oh, like I have to Swift. have a, a disclaimer, all right? The disclaimer is this. I respect the hell out of this woman's career acumen, her uh, ability to get to the top. It is not easy. It is not easy to stay on top in the pop world. That's why so few people do it. And I respect the hell out of her th for that. What I do not respect is she just simply has no self-awareness and never thinks, maybe tonight I should dial it back a little bit. Maybe tonight I'm just someone going to a football game. I've even noticed this morning on the sports media shows, because I made a joke in our text chain that uh, some people were like, last week I was a little ahead of the curve. And uh, <laughs> I, I used the B word and I brought up the red lipstick. I do, and I don't feel great about that, but... This morning, uh, this morning on the sports people said, enough with the lipstick already. This is why I say, yes, last night, and I did turn off the game, uh, Kel Kelsey scored, and there she is, but it was more than that. It was uh, that this, uh, she's a brain-dead fashionista. That's the problem. That's the problem. She's always putting on a show. So I noticed that this time when he showed up to, <laughs> by the way, her third Chiefs game, in the history, that, that franchise has been around since 1960. I think they did all right without her. But the third, the third game, <laughs> she shows up and she's got her own Kansas City Chiefs windbreaker-like thing. But she wears it like Taylor. And I guarantee you, if you have a daughter, 15 or younger, and she has a windbreaker today, she's wearing it like Taylor. <laughs> so she walks in, and you know they show her walking in, and she's, got, she's not just wearing the windbreaker. She's got one shoulder off and showing the bare shoulder. And the, when I turned it off was about an hour and a half later when Travis Kelsey scored the touchdown, and they went up to the booth, and she still had it off of one shoulder. While she, I just thought, okay, she's a brain-dead fashionista. Maybe it's more comfortable for her like that. It's not more comfortable. It's never more comfortable <laughs> to half wear your jacket. If you're hot out, if it's hot outside. Don't wear a jacket. But she has to represent her stupid boyfriend. No, she can wear a shirt. Well, yeah, Kelsey had his, one of his pads off of his shoulder. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sexy. Yeah. But I will tell they're you. They're so in love. Uh, yeah, they're not. First of all, I don't even know that they're doing anything other than Fake. shaking hands and exchanging money at the end of the night. I have no idea <laughs> if there's a real relationship <laughs> there. And I'm not hating on her or them if they're in love. But I don't. Listen, other players scored touchdowns. Do they have girlfriends? Well, so one player scores touchdowns, and we always have to go and see his girlfriend's response. I'm assuming many of the other players, I mean a certain percentage, probably go the other way. I don't know exactly how many, but many of them have girlfriends. And, uh, yeah, but those uh, girlfriends aren't the most famous singer in the world right now. So, And yeah. they did show shots of Brittany Mahomes, too, to be uh, fair. Yeah, yeah probably <laughs> sullen and angry. <laughs> this, this woman showing up and taking the spotlight, yep. not only off of her, but off of, you know, the true star of the team. Which do, I mean, Travis Kelsey's a star. Don't get me wrong. He's the first ballot Hall of Famer, no doubt. But I think Mahomes is kind of really the star. If you had to lose one, back there in the back, Charles Kinney, big Chiefs fan. If you had to lose one, 
Got to lose Kelsey. Absolutely. So Patrick Mahomes is the most famous football player on that team. And I think Brittany Mahomes, rightly so. The good thing is maybe we get a back alley fight, a chick fight, something like that. After <laughs> I wonder if the Campbells will show that. <laughs> well, Brittany and, uh, and then you got his brother who is so obnoxious and annoying that maybe he will run her out of the booth before the end of the year. It's quite possible. Maybe that's why the limb breaker was off the shoulder. It had already been a bit of a cat fight. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Let's see. Hey, look, dude, that's your fantasy, and I'm not going to get in the I'm, way. Yeah. I, it's Eric, out there now. Eric. Oh, Joe Namath. Come on, man. I worshipped you as a child. It sounds to me, Eric, like you're a little bit jealous. I'm not. A little bit jealous. <laughs> you were my hero when I was 10 years old, and now I all you do you is show up and tell me how much the bills suck. Thank to, you very much. To feel the rain, we come to my game. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, but, you know, Josh Allen doesn't have anybody like Taylor Swift. Oh, you have to keep reminding me. Okay, I get it. You think the bills yes. will beat the Giants this week? I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you awake, Broadway Not Joe? Not really. I'm struggling. Are you on Ambien? <laughs> Might be. I bought him outside of the stadium. Uh, this guy was my first, my first crush. I'm not afraid to say that. He was my first hero <laughs> when I was a child. Evil Knievel and Joe Namath were the biggest, and now he shows up just to talk me. I never tried to jump the Snake River so, just to feel the red. Yeah, Josh Allen <laughs> sucks every three games. <laughs> You have any other stories? I do. Yes. Uh, two of your other favorites. That's favorite. my Taylor Swift rant, by the way, and, and scene. <laughs> two of your other, <laughs> two of your other favorite people are in the news again. Uh, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry say that social media are they is getting harming. divorced. No, they're saying yeah. that social media is harming the kids and the teens. Haven't we heard this from Kate Winslet like a year and a half ago? So they, first of all, this is the, this is I love watching this couple flail around as they've totally bombed. Now parasitically they're just trying to jump on things that are already popular hey i think we should put a statement out about how the internet is hurting our teens yeah that'll do our brand some good let's try that it's pathetic really uh but you know it's not pathetic doug turnbull he's covering big delays and I, I think you're supposed to applaud now oh we are back live big live show The answer, sir. All right, all right. You know, at a certain point, the audience driving around understands this is manufactured. Come on now. <laughs> That's a, we appreciate it. Though the reason I remember your face, sir, in the audience is you look a little bit like Bill O'Reilly. Not a whole lot. There's a slice of Bill O'Reilly. I don't know why. Am I wrong? Am I completely no, wrong? No, you're not wrong. Thank you for being here. All right, we're in the middle of Toodle Pip, so yes. pip my toodle, uh, sir. Reba McIntyre, who's one of the judges on The Voices season, has yeah. uh, tried. She's allayed fears that she's not happy on the show. She says she's having a blast. Listen, I would never watch that show in a million years. Are you being Reba? Are you removing your top lip so that you could be Reba? I'm trying. I mean, I don't really know. I just assume she's just real Southern. That's all I got. <laughs> and she has no top She's going to climb that mountain high. I have to say... Just watching the commercials, it looks like it's not working. Like, they're going overboard, but she's the queen, and she's got the thing. And it, it just sort of looks like things are supposed to land in the commercial, and I'm supposed to go, wow, but there's no wow moment. So I can only judge by the commercials. Compared to the old commercials, 
I think the show's gone downhill because I don't watch the show. So just based on the commercials, if somebody told me Reba's not working, Woo! I would say, Reba, what's the problem? Like, can't you get into I don't know what you're talking about. I love my job. <laughs> uh, Woo! You, I'm a queen. Are you the Jared Yamamoto of uh, oh, yeah. country queens? You're hey, you always... Know, <laughs> you know, I, I wish that uh, the people I work with were more fun, but you know what? Yeah. I just always make the best of things and never I... have any problems at all. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a feeling. That's the way to do it. I've got a feeling that you don't like this younger crowd. There's, uh, a, there's they, some younger I, artists in there. That are, there's some tomfoolery going on. You know, this younger crowd, they are what they are. And sometimes, you know, you <laughs> so just you gotta, hate them. Is that what you're saying? Uh, listen, when you say I, you I they mean, are what they are. I, I mean, so, so, so. I just don't hate. I don't hate everybody. <laughs> It's Reba Yamamoto. I knew it. It's a glass half full queen. Reba, come on now. When you have moments like this when you have the voice explaining to Swifties what Sunday Night Football is, I mean, this is this is an important thing right here. Listen to this. This guy, Travis Kelsey. Travis oh, Kelsey. turn this off. I don't want to see the voice oh, tell me what, 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 what football, football is. Please. I don't need it. I don't need it. Are you a Swiftie, Reba? Well, you know, I, I've listened to a lot of her records. And you and like it. She, and she's, she's wonderful. And she's doing such a, she's doing such a success. Yeah, okay. So you just, don't say it. you just don't say anything. Sex, right? sex, 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 I think that's the problem. She probably, so my understanding is she has trouble getting people to join her team. She doesn't know how to play the game. They and I don't know who she is. Well, it's a possibility. I mean, really. How old a, is she? Ancient. How old am I? She I mean, had a TV does. show that ran she's for years. She's probably 70. Right, but she's how old? She's a sitcom show, and she hasn't had a hit since, I don't know. Right. Right, yeah, and she, I imagine she's like 10 years ahead of me, right? So That's she, what I'm saying. So she's probably about 70. So what, what are you being age? 68. Yeah. 68 years old. Well, I'm pretty good. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, anybody wants to step up? I guess you're waiting. <laughs> guess you're with a very guess, large teddy bear if I'm off. You guess people's weight and age? <laughs> yes, absolutely. I'm very, very good at that. Uh, but I know I'm not good at starting my timer when I said I would start it. So how much time do I have left in this segment? Two minutes. Two minutes. All right. Well, we can. Uh, can you have another story? Or was uh, I didn't it? plan on it. Is that I all you brought? Yeah. Is that all you brought? That's all I brought, brought today. Two pips there was to a story that a certain producer sent me about Alton John liking a Metallica song, but that story's a year old. So wait, I'm not wait, is do this that. a producer that sometimes doesn't know the stories are like a year old and well, then you yeah. send no, them he's out? Doing yeah, there was a story about the Dutch, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex actually agreeing with Eric von Hessler. No, on we something. did that story. We already. did the story already. about Where the kids in social media. Oh my Yes. You see what I, I deal so. with? This is the craziest I have Listen, to Listen, ladies and gentlemen, this is a good time wow. to bring this up. Fentanyl <laughs> is a killer. Yes, yes it is. Don't mess with it, the Fod has got a bad rap, says. that fentanyl. All right, well, English Nick. Yes. Uh, let's uh, have a round of applause for English Nick and his total pip. Before we go to commercial, we asked people, we had some index cards, we asked people to ask their questions. Stefan Pappas, ladies and gentlemen, a question from the audience. Yeah, sure, thanks. Uh, so uh, what we'd ask people to do is just write down here on a card question and just put their name. So this is from Fred X. Uh -huh. It's for you, Eric. Uh, uh, I've been going through an existential crisis and I'm counting on you to show me a reason to keep going. Uh, what is the meaning of life? Um, oh. Hey, you know what? How about if we go to traffic, and then I'll think on that a little bit, and then and I'll get back to you on that. Sounds good. Thank you, Fred. Appreciate it, Fred. Thank you. Uh, travel advisory on 85. Welcome back. Welcome back. Special show. Live show. Keep on going. That's right. My goal is 10 straight minutes of audience clapping. Come on, don't let me down now. We have no real material. There we go. Yes, if you could chant my initials, 
EVA. It would make me feel. What was that? Who's that? Who's that? Huh? Who's that? Oh my goodness! Oh come on! Oh shucks, guys! <laughs> that was fantastic. Made me feel good anyway. Uh, we're doing questions and answers. Uh, if you just tuned in, it is a live show. Everybody here donated uh, generously to Children's Healthcare of Atlanta to be here for the live show. And there were some index cards uh, underneath their slices of pizza, I believe. And they were invited <laughs> to ask questions, and we answer them as we go along. Uh, that first, I can't remember, the, what was the first question again? First question was from Fred uh, X, and uh, he's asking about the, the meaning of life. Uh, did, did you have an answer on that? I'm still working on that Oh, one. okay. Yeah, you know what, stay tuned, and uh, we'll get to uh, the meaning of life. I didn't know that it was going to get that heavy when I said people would be asking questions, but listen, I said you could ask questions, and by the end of this show, I will in fact tell you the meaning of life, but not right now. Hang okay. out with me, man. That's nice a universal tease. tease. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Us, That's pretty dang good. You know the meaning of life? Yeah, 42. Oh, I know uh, that. Very good. Um, uh, this is Stephen Pappas, by the way. He's the host of the pre-show every day here, the Von Hessler Doctor pre-show, and uh, completely unloved. Everybody else has gotten a round of applause. <laughs> not you. <laughs> but no, <it's> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you thank very you. much. So happy to be here. <laughs> it probably has something to do with the way you've lived your life, but it's got nothing to do with me. So, no. so do you have another question? I, I do. Actually, this question is, uh, is from Flay uh, for Autumn. Autumn, uh, what is your favorite character voice to impersonate? Uh, the ones that Eric doesn't like. Oh, good. Like? How do you know? Which ones do I not like? Uh, Belinda. Well, I know. That's okay. All right. All right. <laughs> She's my favorite one to do. Oh, be quiet. Don't you know we're doing a show? <laughs> Go back to Florida in your RV. I live in Naples. <laughs> <laughs> there. I'm not saying it's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> Go see my but, best uh, friends at fill in the blank advertising. But. <laughs> but. <laughs> Here's the deal. Only Eric gets invited to the meetings. Hey. Uh, Skype me I, in. I'll, I'll be there. Zoom you in from yep, Baltimore. Go for it. Uh, any, is that the, any other questions? You got another question here? What's that? Yeah, I got another question. I've you got, got another question? Stephen yeah. Pappas, host of the pre-show and the this Von Hester is, uh, Doctrine. This is from... Thank uh, you very much. Excuse me? Huh? Hey. You know what I hate when I'm listening to a radio show that I love? When they do a live show. Yeah. And all I hear is the audience applauding. Yeah. So what I'm doing is I think I turn it upside down. Let's give the actual radio listener the worst experience possible. <laughs> Just keep on going. Hey. I always like to feel like, what, what, what was that? I'm sorry? EVA. I didn't. Oh, my goodness. Well, oh, well, if you're going to request that much. Uh, yes, another question, please. Another question. This is from uh, Paul Ford. Are you all right, sir? I thought we were going to lose you there for a moment. Okay, good. Good, yeah. All right. You know, he knows Heart's mouth to mouth. Being, he's good. Uh, Let you know, he knows <laughs> mouth to mouth. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but she's not covered by the corporation, so it'll have to be him. All right. Will, uh, this is for, uh, for Donald Trump. Uh, now Donald that you're Trump. here in Georgia, Donald, uh, are you uh, still looking for 11,780 votes? Oh, Donald Trump, are you still looking for 11,000? Sorry, I'm in Georgia, so I didn't understand. <laughs> now, now that you're visiting here in Georgia, are you still looking? I mean, like, are you going door to door? Or are you still looking for the votes? Well, you know, the only person who knows where those votes are is Brad Raffensperger. <laughs> <laughs> so Brad Raffensperger knows where all these votes are. There's only... 
It's a P. It's not a B. It's Raffensperger. Perger. Well, whatever. His name is uh, Brad. Yeah. And I, you know, n- a lot of people in politics named Brad. I can't think of any. Yeah. Uh, Brad Raffensperger. <laughs> He's got all the votes. He's got them in a sack. They're at the bottom of a river someplace. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's a waste of time. Fanny, funny, whatever. Uh, it, the votes are there. You just have to find them. And somebody has to have the heart to step forward and admit it was fraud. Are you yeah, falling asleep on him? You... No, this is the new way he speaks now a little bit. He just kind of lilts a little bit, and then he brings it back down and waves his arms a lot. And then yeah, he's doing campa- this accordion thing a lot now. Yeah. Doing the accordion that. a lot. You know. I mean, campaign events for about eight years now. I mean, it, it can wear on you, man. Well, you know, look, I asked, I asked Jared and Ivanka. <laughs> <laughs> to stay out of it for their own good. I mean, look, they're they're being dragged around and yeah. embarrassed. And what about Melania? She's not really showing. I don't up really it. care what Ooh. Melania wants. She she just kind. Of, I mean, look. I mean, I bought He's her. Fine. Right? She's mine, and she Melania, does what I tell her to do. Are Are you encouraging him to run again? I don't even see him. I mean, anymore. who even understands what she's saying? She. I mean, she doesn't even speak English. What are you talking about? I don't know. You're right, honey. Yeah, okay. how, how is Baron doing, guys? You don't know, guys? Baron is in the back playing his uh, I Xbox. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't not seen anyone in so long. <laughs> I don't let her talk to her family. She might escape. <laughs> Where are you from? Uh, Lunkadalia or something? You from? I'm from Stis Klontalsia. That's what I thought. I knew it. Great I country. A lot of hotties. <laughs> Their capital is Mottoville. <laughs> I was kidnapped from my village at seven because I was so beautiful. Yeah. And Jeffrey Epstein said, hey, you ought to meet my friend Melania. And I said, wow, she's gorgeous. <laughs> I would write a book if I knew how to do yes, that. Yes, I don't let now her write. Now that's not true. I know that's not true. She's she actually, has, she I know, knows I know, like I know. seven languages. Because I was a model and I travel so much. Yeah. Must be tough having everybody hate your family like that, though. I know. It's so hard. <laughs> I actually have a very deep person. If you talk uh-huh. to me long enough, uh-huh. I try to express myself on my jackets. You saw that. I time. saw that, yeah. Nobody she took a roll it. of masking tape and wrote some ridiculous thing on the back of a coat. Nobody <laughs> seemed to like it, so I said, okay. Yeah. I'll just be back to being a weird stone-faced <laughs> woman next to my husband. <laughs> uh, if you want to know whether or not, and you know me, if you're here, you know me. I don't even vote anymore, but... Uh, the only first lady, I think, in my lifetime that didn't get a Vogue cover was the genuine, <laughs> actual supermodel <laughs> who became a first lady. There might be like an editorial yeah. opinion behind that. but You don't get to be pretty yeah. again. Yeah. She was on the cover of Buck Hunter Monthly. <laughs> <laughs> She's really into hunting. That's an outdoorsy magazine. It's an outdoorsman. Yeah. Didn't even make Field and Stream, though, surprisingly. No, but Baron, Baron, <laughs> well, Baron is going to be on the next uh, cover of that. Uh, uh, what would you, what did you say? Field and Stream. Field and Stream. Oh, I thought you were going to say Teen Vogue. Tiger <laughs> Beat, perhaps. Uh, Tiger Beat. Oh, what a so magazine. <laughs> Scott Mayo, am I right? <laughs> is Tiger Beat? I mean, magazines are dead, so that can't be around Leaf anymore. Leaf Garrett, I was rocking his when I was a paper kid, coat. Yeah, I would go into a 7-Eleven, and you'd see like a 12-year-old girl and a 65-year-old man <laughs> over by the Tiger Beats. I don't know why. Following unusual delays on All right. All right. Live show means live audience means live applause. Live applause. Ladies and gentlemen, the applause you are hearing is 
coming to you live from the live lounge at 1601 West Peachtree Road Street thing, whatever, whatever it is there. Street, right? That's right. I always want to call it Peachtree Road. Uh, and I think that's because... You're uh, wrong. Wasn't Elton John, didn't he name his album Peachtree Road? Did he make a mistake? Because he lived on Peachtree Street. There Peach is a Peachtree Road and he lived on it. What? It becomes Peachtree Street once you get past Buckhead and Midtown. Oh, for heaven's sakes, that's ridiculous. Well, I, I didn't make Why the rules. Why in the world? No, I'm blaming you. Why? Because you brought the information to me. So how dare you? <laughs> so actually, if I say Peachtree Road, I'm talking about the part that Elton used to live on. You exactly That's are. the only part I care about. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Should it be called Peachtree Street yeah. or Peachtree Road? Remember, Call and give us your comment. Yes, I remember when it was called Peachtree Road. Yes, ma'am. And it was a time when there was a, it wasn't a road at all. It was just a main thoroughfare. But well, that seems bigger than a road. No, a thoroughfare seems like much larger to me than a road. Well, she had a handsome cab driver named Xerxes. <laughs> he was both. Are you saying the cab friend. driver was handsome, or was it actually a horse and carriage? He was a handsome man, and the horse's name was Xerxes. Okay, very nice. He was my best friend. Are you guys, you're like 125. I'm 113. 113. Still in love. The huh? horse is still alive. Yeah, they were just babies when WSB first came on the air. Oh, those days. <laughs> remember them. I remember Wisby tried to touch her inappropriately. <laughs> But I didn't mind. That's right. We were at a tea room, and Wisby came by with his flashy coat and his teeth. Oh, Wisby. Remember, Wis what happened to Wisby? He's dead. You don't, you don't, you don't want to know. You don't want to know what happened oh, to Wisby. No. The police will never down. release the report because it's long since passed. That's okay. We've lived a long life. A lot we of people. Go oh, get your horse. All right. <laughs> A lot of people have uh, conjectured, I guess, some rumors that maybe the people at the top at WSB wanted Wisby out of the picture. Oh. They paid handsomely for that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys even know who Wisby was? We're like, <laughs> Wisby was the mascot of WSB. And yeah, he so was also my back lover. Back in the 70s. Wisby. He was yeah. a decrepit woman. He was my lover. During their... <laughs> Shut up. He was many... You never did it, right? <laughs> you forget... <laughs> Back then, it didn't matter to women. <laughs> well, I mattered to Wisby. During the 50th anniversary of WSB, oh, the great people, yeah, they created the character Wisby. Wisby. Yeah. Did he, was there ever an actual person, or was it just like there was a guy dressed up like a microphone Why? or something? Hi, I'm Wisby. <laughs> Was it like that, or was it just, was just I think it was just the voice actor. It was the, the Six Flags man. <laughs> but young. But much younger. I've got a new, uh, what is that? Thing? We'll call them the old couple. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, the old couple. The old P1s. The old P1s. They've been listening to WSBs before there was a P1. There were, uh, no, there were no P's back then. There were no, there were no, there was only one station on WSB. Only, when are you going to talk about Watergate? <laughs> he, that, he just wants to ignore everything important, like World oh. War One. Yeah. Oh, no. Hey, Eric, she needs to be changed again. I, oh. Why'd you put me next hey, to her? Listen, oh, you're God. next to her. My oh, bag is oh, full. Oh, oh, God. You're oh, an just Jared oh, Yamamoto. Been a long time since those evenings with Wisby, certainly. <laughs> he blew up Pearl Harbor this time. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, you know, this is Yamamoto. A Yamamoto here, sir, and a Von Hessler? I, I don't, don't trust, trust it. it. <laughs> yes. 
the show that could never exist in 1946, Von Hessler and Yamamoto in the morning. Travel advisory on iTunes. Yeah! Here we go. Here we go. Are we live? I mean, is there evidence that we're actually live in front of human beings? Welcome back to this uh, very live edition. Call it the Von Hessler Doctrine from the Live Lounge for a reason. Great audience full of people who are wonderful and yes. donated their great money to a great cause, Children's Health Care of Atlanta. We appreciate that. And I believe my uh, producer here, this is Jared Yamamoto, ladies and gentlemen. Don't, don't, applaud. don't, don't, no. He, he, two re well, one thing is he doesn't deserve it, and the second is that uh, it'll go to his head, and you don't want that to happen. <laughs> so uh, I believe you told me that we were going to do some kind of segment here. I believe we have some study surveys polls here. Okay, but before then, we also have questions from the audience. And uh, no, wait a minute. Let's do that in just a minute. Let's do study surveys first. Um, because I forgot something. And <laughs> we'll come back to the question. And let's go ahead and do this. It's time for studies, surveys, and polls. That's right. Aren't you excited about studies? Why, as long as we're trying to annoy the radio listening audience, why don't we, through a round of applause for each, tell me what your favorite is. How many of you, by round of applause, are big fans of studies. Wow. Oh. Wow. Put that in the research. The science okay. I gotta is get it. The studies. Okay. All right. Uh, by round of applause, who really enjoys the surveys? Yeah. We got the research back. The surveys are, are big. Okay. All right. This is the final one. And I don't mean this as a sexual reference. Stop it. <laughs> by round of applause, who's really, really, really into poll? Uh. Me, Daddy. I kind of think that polls won out there just a little bit, a little bit by the edge. Uh -huh. um, my hearing ain't so great. Survey me about a poll. I will serve. Uh, you know what? Later on uh, for the Nightcap Show on Jerry Yamamoto, where they Ooh. get to swear, we're gonna. Do, you will tell us about all the polls. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> but for now, oh, I can't wait. For now, polls. I've been studying polls for so long. We'd like to see the Ooh. results of your research. <laughs> People with in-person jobs spend about $51 a day that they wouldn't remotely, says a survey. I like the fact that sex, uh. <laughs> sexy girls kind of like stopped in 1963 for you. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like Marilyn. Oh, oh my goodness. So many people who work at home don't spend money as much as people who work in person. They is spend $51 a day. Is this a poll? Or it's a, a poll and a survey. It's a poll survey. It's not. It's a survey. Oops-a-daisy. Oh, you're being boop, coquettish. Boop, boop, boop. Yeah. See. <laughs> but I'm so cute. It is. Now, oh, so, I'm, what's so, the, I'm so confused. Isn't that sexy? <laughs> but I heard you... <laughs> I don't really know my own name. Oh, Isn't that hot? What? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so the idea here is that it's it's yeah. This I love, by the way. I want to thank. We have any millennials in the crowd tonight? 
Uh, uh, a couple? And Gen Zers. I want to yeah. thank these two generations for constantly giving us scientifically sound good reasons to be lazy. I really like You're this. Welcome. I like the idea of coming up with all the reasons why it's better not to apply yourself. Yeah. Because, you know, work-life balance. Yeah. 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 So now this is supposed to tell us that actually when, you, when they force you to go to work, that's the world we live in now. How dare they? I they go to work. You go to work? Yeah. Where do you go to work? Just like at my house. No, I know, but you know. <laughs> like I we go built this whole, to work. We built this whole cubicle thing and we allowed you to put your stupid little and frilly things on there. They to don't give, give it some you free prime rib at the strip house, the strip club. The strip house? Uh oh, oh no. <laughs> Steakhouse, Excuse strip house. Excuse me. <laughs> this is why I don't come into the office. It was He's because toxic. of comments like that. Oh, toxic I see. comments. So you'd rather you'd rather stay where you're uh, respected because well, nobody's around to disrespect you. Exactly. So what I'll do is like I'll roll out of bed at like eight fifty eight because mm -hmm. I have to be like all logged in at like nine, <laughs> which is way too early. And then I take like my dog for a walk for about an hour. I do a Wait. hot girl walk. Well, and be, then um, I go and I like move my mouse around, <laughs> so I'm still like technically active. You're at work. And then I, it's like 10:30, and I take my shower. Uh -huh. And then my shower's like so hot, like I think that I like lose my like blood pressure or something, so I get really tired. So I take a nap. <laughs> and then I check an email or two, and like I go back to work or whatever. It's work-life balance. Yeah, so like if I was going into the office, it'd be like... Ugh, ugh. You wouldn't be able to take a shower. No, it's like so boring. And like, <laughs> what do I do? Like hang out by the copy machine? Like Aren't the copy machine's kind of cool, actually, if you think about it. It's pretty cool. Like how does that work? I don't know. <laughs> if you think about, like seriously, it's have you actually thought about how... No, it doesn't. It's like yeah. a light. It's like yeah. a light. Well, have you ever thought when how it runs hot out it is? Of toner, though. What's toner? Exactly. Oh, for your hair? Are you talking about my... Yeah, I've been a little brassy. But... Okay. It looks right. like you have to answer your email there. What? Oh. Okay, hold on. <laughs> hey, I got your last email. I'll be on that um, right on top of that. So, thanks. <laughs> right after my nap. And, you know, now Outlook does, like, all of these suggested things that you could... So, I just click whatever. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, works for me. <laughs> my... <laughs> It's so stupid. Just direct deposit right into your bank account. You don't have to ever see these people. Oh, yeah. I get paid like bi-weekly and it rules. Okay, very nice. Uh, Thanks. You know, I think that the thing I don't need you to tell me that it's No, better. I know that, but I, I'm just going to express my opinion here. <laughs> Nobody asked. So. Well, uh -oh. I know that. Uh, but I just want to say God, that the millennials and the... Gen what are you, a Gen Zer? Yeah, so uh, what, what about a... I, I just want to say that, it, see, that, that, that phrase is tricky. Work-life balance, and it actually is important. I mean, you don't want to spend your whole life stressing out about trying to make five more dollars or something like that. You're not going to be the best parent in the world if you do that. You're not going to be Ew. the best friend, husband, or wife in the world uh, if you do that. But because it's two words with a slash, work-life, <laughs> work-life balance, I think that the young folks... A slash, really? Well, you know what I'm saying. Ooh, forward slash. Forward slash, whatever. What do you still slash, say, like, whatever, you know. what do you still say, pound sign? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Hashtag anyway, that. we're all listening to him talk. Go ahead. 
So I'm saying those two words right next to each other, I think that they've led this generation to think that it's 50-50. Cool. It's supposed to be like, well, 50% work, 50%. That's not the balance. Especially if you're young. Nobody asks The balance you. is like <laughs> 70. My balance is my balance. Yeah. And if you wanted to like go in like yeah. more, go in. I don't you know, care. listening to this, I can look out at the world and see why America is just getting better and better and better. In it's a lot of really ways, it is. It's a really very productive place to live. Like politically and like around the world, it really sucks. But yeah. like, I'm chilling. So you're fine. I'm fine. Yeah. She got employee of the month last month. You got employee of the month. Yeah, so. She didn't want to come into the office to get the award. <laughs> they had to give it to the runner-up. Yeah, <laughs> like, don't give me a piece of glass that's, like, etched or whatever with my name. Who cares? Oh, I thought you would care. It's an award. No, like, I want money. Okay, well. And maybe, like, maybe PTO. Come in, what, if I, what if you like had more PTO. money? What if you came in uh, to the office? You get a little more money, maybe. I think that like I would just stay home because I'd rather just like not make the Can't more they money. they email the award to you? Yeah, I don't need it. I really don't care. Yeah, I really. You don't, don't care about much. I care a lot about like Vanderpump Rules, <laughs> and the new Kardashian season is like uh, amazing. Uh -oh. well, you get some, uh, Have you seen it? Oh you know, my god, no, they're like seen one second of ever that since show they got ever away from life. E, and now they're on whatever channel I forget. They like are ripping away the backdrop. You know they are talking. They are talking to the camera. Well, she's going now. You got her going. You know what? Now that I've t had this conversation with you. I've changed my mind. Stay home. <laughs> Stay away from the office. <laughs> it's still rough on Highway 78. <laughs> Welcome back to Live Applause, followed by more Live Applause. And when you're sick and tired of it, even more Live Applause. You guys are a great audience. If you're, if you're listening to the radio show at home, you don't realize how actually boring being here can be but you guys are very great and you're keeping the energy alive and i love it we're still in study surveys and polls we are in this well, we've done a poll and we've done a survey we've done just a poll just a survey just a survey just a survey and we know that this audience cannot stand studies so let's stay away from that well we've done the research i i think that this study might get this audience going here though all right because this is highly it's highly unorthodox but uh I guess youth. Uh, go ahead. This is from the leading frog researchers of the world here. The, is that what they're called? The leading frog researchers of the world? Well, it's not exactly what they're called. It's a very long title. But the let's L F R W. TW. <laughs> Although you don't put the O and the T in there, so they're really just the uh, F R. <laughs> oh, I don't even remember. Whatever. <laughs> A new study warns. <laughs> they're the frog people. Yeah, they're the frog people. A new study warns. Brought to you by the frog people. <laughs> I want to create an, uh, a product just yeah. so the commercial can end with that. Jump Bro into our website today. <laughs> Brought to you by the frog people. <laughs> a new study warns that hundreds of frogs are on the brink of extinction. I know that gets Alex Jones going over there. Oh, no, no. Wait. Extinction, is that because uh, Alex Jones, you've always told us that they, whoever they are, are turning the frogs gay. Are, is this why they're going well, Everybody extinction? knows why that's happening right now is because of Monsanto and everybody putting all the chemicals in the water. All the frogs are gay. They take all the phosphates and they, they, they become gay. When you're gay, you can't reproduce. Okay. 
Well, you can, you can. You just choose. Well, not they're to. not going to be out there adopting toads and turning them into frogs. Or maybe they go out to find a salamander to live in their house. <laughs> it's what I've been saying for years. It's what I've been saying for years. They're turning those frogs gay, and what those frogs need is super male beta prostate. <laughs> That'll bring them back around. If they start putting the super beta prostate in the water, the frogs would turn straight again. That's what I like about you, Alex Jones. You're about solutions. I'm a thinker. Yeah. That's right. A Alex Jones, how many partners have you had in your life? What, what's your body count? I got. Well, I, how does that have anything to do with what? what, what well, what that, you did mention once that you've had sex with like 3,000 yeah. people. I hang out with Blair White. You do the math. <laughs> Know who that is? Google it. <laughs> okay, I'll. Is that one of the members? Is that like an actress on Facts of Life? I have her on my show from time to time. No, it's not Blair from Facts of Life, okay. although I would have. Lisa Welch was hot. <laughs> uh, all right. So well, was Tootie. So is this underrated? Is, <laughs> not going to touch that. So, uh, is so this a real thing? What the, what the crux here is they're saying that climate change is the uh, biggest reason why we're losing frogs. And if you want to have those pretty tree frogs... And, and, you know, and you know why there's climate change. Why? Donald Trump. <laughs> yes, exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Every story comes back to climate change or Donald Trump. So, so I'm just assuming that's where this one's going to go. Pretty much, basically. So if you want to save those frogs, make sure that you get those electric vehicles... Make sure that you cut off all of your pollutants all around. In other You'll words, save the frogs. Super do what frosty. you're told and stop with this having your own opinions nonsense. The government knows what's best for you. Now shut up and do what you're told. It's ugly. Well, I don't like the word ugly, okay? Aww. I don't like That's that. Sweet. That's what Dougie said, though. Oh, yeah, well, I guess it's not a person, it's a quote. so it's okay. It's ugly both ways. Doctrine. We're in the middle of it. We've got applause. And then when you get tired of applause, there's more applause because everybody in their cars listening to the radio loves to hear applause, ladies and gentlemen. And we've got plenty of it for you. Thank you. Uh, this audience are, this is an audience of heroes. They've all given lots of money to Children's Healthcare of Atlanta to be here. And we are glad. We are glad to do the show for them. And we have one person here who's dressed like they actually make real money. <laughs> so why don't we go ahead and do this? It's time to go down by law with George Stein. My apologies to Kevin Kinney. I always thought he was singing Down by Law there. Apparently he's he not. Doesn't, he doesn't know what he's saying. What? Well, yeah, he told me he doesn't know what he's saying. Yeah. But if, if he doesn't know what he's saying, then he knows he's not saying Down by Law. But it was a good movie, and so I'm sticking with it. Ladies and gentlemen, George Stein. Thank you very much. George is here to help us get to the legal underpinnings of some of the current events. I don't know if you guys heard this, but we are a current event show how come you're not talking about the biggest thing that's happening? Because I don't want to. But other than that, we are a current events show. So uh, what do you got? So our first, two, our first two legal stories, Eric, are kind of connected. So I'll start with the serious angle first, and we'll get to the funny oh, angle. Oh, we next. have to get serious. Well, so the first one, again, first story. Oh, is hold on. I'm <laughs> shrinking behind the lectern. Hold on. Get in your tiny chair. I'm like... Uh, <laughs> I'm like testicles on a below freezing <laughs> afternoon. Just shrinking. I'm shrinking over here because Jared Yamamoto says he's going to get serious. All right. Well, a new California law could force people with mental illness to get treatment. 
Where's the negative? Uh, yes. No thanks. <laughs> I got confused. I thought it was home or no thanks. We have to do this. We have to do every story. Uh, this is about, uh, this is, you know, okay, this is a little bit serious. It's a little bit serious. Well, so this is about basically they're out of control homelessness. Yeah, the, the problem is, is there's 171,000 homeless people in California. The 30, 30 percent of the entire homeless in the entire country live there. And you know, forty thousand of them are in the San Francisco area. Yeah, and, and it's messing up some of the tourist industries. It's really you know making the place a little Market less Street desirable. So they passed this law to make it so that they could actually enforce treatment. You know, I think it's a way to get them off the street. They said they updated a 1967 law that was more draconian, that that, that where they house people indefinitely. Now this yeah. was not indefinite, but they didn't say how long. It it's would almost be. too. It, I I read about it, and I actually think you know we talked about this on the, actually the post show. Was it? I think it was last night's post show. We talked about this. So if you heard that, there's going to be some repeating there because in 24 hours I haven't changed my complete opinion of it. It's basically the same. If you go back, you used to be able to st most states. I mean, the, in the country, you could the government could say. You are a danger to yourself and others, therefore we are going to put you in an institution. And the idea is that most people will get better in the institution. But, and, and that might be a good idea, but it's bureaucrats over time dealing with a very hard situation. So it ended up people were getting housed. A lot of people don't know this, that Geraldo Rivera got famous in the early 70s because he did exposés about what was going on in these hospitals where mental patients like we're talking about. Yeah. But back then, you, you weren't starting at 150,000. So we over, as we do in this country, because of those that exposé, I think when Carter was president, we just totally went the other way and said, the government can't do that because these people are being abused. Rather than we should have reformed the system back then, and a system like that would have to be reformed every eight to 12 years, just because people just, it's a difficult job and people get tired and it's hard. It's hard dealing with that. And it really not, is. it's not necessarily about uh, mm -hmm. reforming them, it's about just kind of keeping them somewhere safe, well, no, no, giving I mean them the medical attention they need, but then funding was taken right. away. Right, well, what I'm saying is reform the institutions, mm -hmm. rather than just saying, well, we just can't do that anymore. I have to say that, if we had done that, maybe we I think it's too little too late. I don't, you, you have to remember that every one of those 150,000 people have constitutional rights. Every single one of them has the ability to say, no, I don't want to go. And then you have to go through all of this. It, if we had reformed it back in the 70s, maybe we wouldn't have had this explosion of homelessness. But also, this gives me a chance to rant on something that, I am in love with ranting on it, which is the systematic evisceration of the middle class in this country. Now you have this added force that's coming in, and it is, it's pretty terrible. And I, I'm happy if I'm the only voice on commercial radio in Atlanta, Georgia, who will as often as possible tell you that Blackstone, BlackRock, UBS, Vanguard, etc. I don't know if everybody who works there is evil. I would suspect that that's not true. But what they're doing is evil. And it ends up adding to this, which is basically BlackRock or Blackstone. I get them confused. 
why, I don't know why. I get them confused. Um, but just as an example, they own something like 37% of all residential homes in the greater Phoenix area, say. So if you, if you are a young couple, this is what the country is built on. You're a young couple, you're having your first child, and you're going to buy your first home. There is nothing that protects you in this life more than the investment of a home that you live in for 20 years, you raise your children, and then you have an empty nest, and you look up and you go, our home is worth five times more or 10 times more in the 20 years investing in the, see what's happening now is these companies walk in, they pay less than the couple can afford, and then they say, yeah, but we'll let you rent. You can rent from us for the rest of your life. Everything, if you know now, sub, everything is a, is a subscription, a subscription model. Rent, don't own. But I'm gonna tell you what they won't tell you. You can never, ever have anything in this life if you don't own things. You have to own things that grow in value over time so that when you get older, you can go, well, perhaps we'll reap the windfall of that and somebody else can start up anew. And they're taking that away. And it's, it's making it worse. I'm sorry, George. I'm supposed to be letting you talk. But That's I had a okay. chance to really... <laughs> I, I just don't know why we're letting these companies get away with this. It is, I'm a capitalist, but that's not capitalism. And that's the most serious thing I'll talk about today. Well, this is serious. Extremely heavy on 75, in and out of McDonough. Uh, we're not applauding that fact. We're applauding Doug Turnbull. Applauding you all right back at 546. Him too. Hey! Welcome back. Welcome back. I made a deal. I realized that uh, I went off on Blackstone and BlackRock and UBS and Vanguard, and I was saying that they were evil and stuff. And I don't know, some people have gotten to me since then, and I just want to—I want to retreat. I want to retract all of those <laughs> and uh, say that I, I think that they are the best people. And um, and, pl and and please don't kill me. And uh, and that's wonderful. George Stein's going to stick around even longer than he was going to because I uh, I took up his first segment ranting about Blackstone and BlackRock. You didn't even want to cover that story too. That's I the funny didn't. Thing. But every once in a while, somebody has to talk about these companies that are ruining the country. Anyway, go ahead. All right, so I promised that there was going to be a lighter version to that homeless story. This comes from the St. Louis Dispatch, where your story lives. Well, this is a light homeless story? This yeah, is it's like a little light funny? This a is lighter, like, than the, lighter than the other one, A homeless one for guy sure. laying on the street saw something crazy uh, yeah. and then threw away his bottle of booze. Hilarious. Right? There, that whole thing. There is a new... And then the next story will be hysterical homeless story. Woo! We're going from serious to light. <laughs> we'll go to hysterical. From the St. Louis Dispatch, there is a a new St. Louis bill that would allow the homeless to pee and poop in public. It's about time. It's about time, ladies and gentlemen. As I've always said, power to the people. It's I do important. that anyway. George, it's over you don't have to be homeless. By the, by the way, Tim Andrews has done this on Peachtree. Right down the street. Behind a bush. But he lost his gallbladder in a and weird And a beer koozie. Yes. Well, that was your toilet paper. Yes. Oh. That new law was overdue. They weren't enforcing the law uniformly if you were you know, not homeless, then they would enforce it. If you were homeless after a big sporting event, then they would enforce it. Right. Or as they call it, unhoused people. But, of course. Uh, but it just means homeless. And so <laughs> it's... Uh, <laughs> I don't know why one is supposed... I don't know why one is supposed to sound better than the other. I just... It means the same thing. Homeless, 
unhoused. It's become I, a pejorative. The, I, the word homeless has become synonymous yeah, with if, looking down on so someone. So if long enough, unhoused will be that. Exactly. And then we'll switch back to homeless. You know, it's like the R word because it's a playground taunt. Right. But in reality, it just means stops advancing. Yeah. Like well. the, nobody's mad at, oh, he said that the, those were flame retardant. Yeah. Because it just, it just has a meaning. Flame R word. Stops growing. Stops. You know? Yeah. I don't know. George, what do you think about that? Yeah, well, I, I think that law was overdue, and uh, yeah. you know, we have some so uniformity now. So, so what you're so. saying is that now, it rich or poor, you can pee on the street. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yes. Thank goodness. America. Yeah. Equity, ladies and gentlemen. Right. Finally, justice is coming to the United States <laughs> of America. Uh, you know what I don't like? I don't like when um, I think this is used quite often because, like. Um, like people who engage in sexual acts in public, like I don't know Gary Busey. I just found out about that. I had no idea that that uh, happened. It, it was fun. But, but I mean, that's a, like these are people that we would like to have a little bit like, okay, that person's around, got in trouble. But then, like somebody who just has a full bladder after a rock concert or something, and runs over to a tree, and then there's a cop there, and then that person has to introduce themselves to a new neighborhood for the rest of their lives and let people know that they were like, I don't like that indecent so, exposure. So something, yeah. something like that was happening here, where it was okay if you were one kind of person, but it wasn't okay if you're another kind of person. Yeah, well, it's still illegal in Georgia. You know, they didn't pass the law. Everything here, so, is illegal so, in Georgia. So uh, it's called it so indecent much. exposure, and that's exactly. What what they charge you with. This sounds worse than it what really is. Yeah. So if one of us were to pee or poo in public, we call you, right, George? If anything yeah, were to happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get, get your get your I don't uh, accept every if case. Forced, <laughs> if you're forced to lay your pee or poop down. Anyway, get your get your poopers right card. <laughs> 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 George Stein cares. He cares. You going to stick around for another segment there, George? Yes, I will. All right. The struggle is real. I say the struggle is real on the Stone Mountain Freeway, but we have our man on the job, Doug Turnbull. We know George Stein is not the UTI lawyer, the DUI lawyer. 555 at the... Hour three of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins right now with more applause than any listener could ever possibly want to hear while listening in their car on the way home to the radio. Before we get to uh, another uh, legal story for George Stein, we do have uh, some Q&A index cards that we gave to the audience. If they have questions for me or any of the doctrinaires or George Stein, they will be on those cards. Stefan Pappas is the host of the pre-show. <laughs> And he is in charge of the Q&A. So another question, please. Yeah, happy to take that responsibility, too, Eric. Uh, so this is a question from Eddie right there in the front row. Eddie. Uh, Woo! It's a question uh, for... No, hold on a second. We've got a chant starting here. Oh, okay. Eddie, 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 Eddie. Never let, never let a good you know, chance for a good <laughs> chant go by. All uh, right. And this is for uh, Alpharetta Annie. What? <laughs> Here's the yeah. question. The question is, uh, where the hell is your family? My family? <laughs> yeah. Your, your family. They're, they're just working from home. Okay, so Alpharetta Annie, if yeah. you don't know, during the pandemic, she stayed at home, and she started drinking very early in the morning. It's not because of any reason. It's because of, I have to. Right. Okay. <laughs> What's and that? somewhere along the line, I have an alarm going off. Well, you're supposed to be Alexa, answering. Alexa, stop your, that alarm. Those are your emails. To, your this emails. is my emails. Yes. Okay, you're still working. She lost her children. I didn't lose them. 
You can't find They're them? just either at school or here. <laughs> okay. They're fine, but they're fine. You have emails you're supposed to be checking. I know. They're going, hold on. What do I say? Hold on. Okay, wait. Okay, let's see. They said, okay. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Should I just not reply? Tell them you take care of it uh, soon. Okay. So, um, thank you so much for your question. <laughs> I appreciate your feedback, and it will be back to you soon. By the way, if you're at, ho if you're at home and listening in the car, reply. you don't see that Autumn Fisher is actually <laughs> air typing while she does this. She's method. It's, it's just, when I respond to emails like that, it's just it's how I do it. That's how I, oh, God. So the, <laughs> they just the, keep coming. Annie, they've wrote you four times. I mean, you can't just keep saying, I'll follow up and follow up. you got to, well, at some point, follow it's up. It's okay. They're fine. I just, I'm going to follow. I haven't, it's the project that we're working on. All right, the answer I, is you don't know where your kids are. Oh, where's my family? Yeah, you don't know. I, I told you, they're either at school or they're here somewhere. Okay, very good. Oh, very no. good. Is the pandemic over? Do we have Oh, yeah, another quick question. Quick question. Yeah, uh, well, this is, again, this is another question from Eddie, but it's for you this time, Eric. Uh, Eddie wants to know, what's the square root of 324? 18. Okay, cool. All right, do we have wow. another story? Yes, we do. Wow. From the <laughs> Miami Herald here. This is a legal story for you, Eric. Oh, and of course, I, I answer all questions. You know, we say Q&A. You can ask me anything. From the Miami Herald, a man smuggled butterflies of exceptional size into the United States and sold them online, were they federal as, officials say. Were they as large? When did say, what's a large butterfly? It says exceptional size. Like a pterodactyl? Yeah, this is like those ones they put on display. Right. By the art. They go, so they're they're not live. Basement. <laughs> you know, you can, if you have Bill. a body or something in your well, you can just let the butterflies cover it up. <laughs> I want to buy one of those butterflies, mister. Uh, are you a great big fat person? <laughs> uh, uh, George, so this is exotic wildlife. It is, exactly. Right? And you have to have a license in order to import them. And this gentleman, uh, his license was suspended. But <sighs> nevertheless, did... he decided to keep on importing them. His anyway, butterfly license? And he got caught. His butterfly license was revoked. <laughs> well, his wild... Oh, you have, to go to, you have to, to go to this really special it's that office? It's that category. So. <laughs> yeah. Hi. And they can't be mean to you because it's the butterfly you office? Are you looking for a license? Oh, okay. I right. seem to have misplaced my license. Uh, uh, how do I renew that? You can't import them yeah. because people, your license is suspended. Whoopsie. You want anyone? I think they, people actually, this is a big deal. Like, why do people want exotic pets and things like that? Because you hear these stories where people are bringing, like, somehow they keep uh, two cans alive underneath their yeah, vest or, or somehow. Or, or a cat. Or yeah, a cat, yeah, like, why, there's a big market for this? It's, like, it's extremely lucrative. That's why they're doing it. So, well, it's either get butterflies or make a suit out of a woman's skin. So, <laughs> six of one, half dozen of the other. I say, Buffalo Bill, please. Sorry. It says in particular the butterfly they were really focusing on was the Goliath birdwing, which is native to New Guinea. So it's a. Is it as big? Like how big are these things? That well, it's like this big, and All right. I think the court's punishment they sentenced him to community service at a butterfly farm. Oh, well, nice. <laughs> By the way, is that where we get butter from? <laughs> no? No. Well, you're a lawyer. I didn't know if you knew that. I thought we grinded <laughs> up butterflies. They didn't teach butter. that long no? was, Well, they're butterflies. I don't, oh, yeah. I don't know. It made sense to me. I don't know. That's why there are a bunch of butterflies in Wisconsin. Absolutely, because they have so much butter. <laughs> it's the land of lakes. No, it's not. That's Minnesota. That's Michigan. Minnesota. Minnesota. <laughs> Why are those northern states? Ohio. <laughs> Illinois, perhaps. All those Midwestern states. One of states. those horrible blue states. <laughs> 
where the taxes are too high, the grinding <laughs> up the butterflies. It's disgusting. I'm against it. Absolutely against it. One more story for George? Yes, this is from CNBC.com. Lawmakers are taking aim at credit card interest rates and fees as cardholder debt has topped $1 I'm trillion. Dollars. Yes. I'm into $1 it. Trillion. Right. I'm into well, it. Lady, Stop maybe you charging just don't... me Anything. Why don't you start paying with cash? Uh, What's this that? is a way to we grab. We don't accept cash here. Exactly. Just all kinds of money, right? Yeah, well, uh, they want to put a cap on the, the, the new law of 18%, which is, you know, wow. not exactly lucky? low, but it's not as bad. It's not as usurious. What does 18% mean? Does that mean I have to pay $18 to get one? No. <laughs> no. 18% of a dollar. Wait, my mind is still dealing with the fact that. Uh, we don't make butter from butterflies. Okay. All right. So the math isn't going to work out. So the credit card companies were getting outrageous in their yeah. interest rates. Some of them were above 30%, and that was the purpose of this law. Can I tell you, when I was, uh, when I was a poor, younger person, yes. as opposed to uh, the poor, older person I am now, when I was a poor, younger person, uh, my oldest, who's 38 now, uh, we, were, we wanted to put him into a, special, a school, Catholic school, and it cost a little bit of money. I, I was going to say special school, but yeah, then you think that my kid, uh, <laughs> butterfly school. Catholic school. So it was cost a little bit of money, not that expensive, but we were really poor. So I went and got like a thousand dollar loan from one of these places that like some sitcom actor from 25 years ago would do the commercial for. And uh, this is when you know, I should have gotten up and walked out. This is when you know that this is a bad deal. Before we close the deal, we're sitting around a little table and there's a, a tape recorder in the middle of the table. And he pushes record, play and record. Pushes record before he has the conversation where he makes me say, I know what the interest rate is and I'm still, if they turn on a tape recorder, just leave. Did you end up paying? You're, you're three, getting a bad deal. You ended up paying $3,000 I'm sure it was back. something like that. Yeah. But the kid got into school. He did quite well. So, okay. you know, I don't know about you as a parent, but I felt it was my responsibility <laughs> to do whatever I needed to educate my children. I love when people say, like, I feed my kids. Yeah. I put food on my table. Yeah, that's what like, duh. Like, before you have sex, that's part of the deal. You have to know <laughs> that that's <laughs> yeah. a possible outcome. If you can't feed the baby, then don't have the baby. Yeah, it's easy for us to say with our privilege and whatnot. Michael Jackson said it. Well, he had a lot of white privilege, too. Don't well, forget. Well, I guess that's true. <laughs> he had to work for it. <laughs> he did. We were born with it. Uh, my, my question is, with, with these credit cards. <laughs> well, sorry, it was your vitiligo. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was beautiful. Thank you. Porcelain. My weird porcelain skin. My daughter's very famous now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you spill? You've been dead for a long time. You I still don't. Your observer in heaven. <laughs> let's not. Let's not go there because I. This will get more serious than the Blackstone conversation if we get into Michael Jackson. George Stein, ladies and gentlemen, giving great advice. Thank you. So the advice today is, don't be homeless. But if you are. Go ahead and pee on the street. Stay away from That's butterflies. And stay away from, don't, and apparently, butter does not come from butterflies. Uh, are we going to a terrific thing? Are you going to show well, me? Let's get more information from George Stein. Oh, yeah, that's right. George Stein, tell the people how they can get more George yes, Stein. Yes, of course. If you have a matter that you want a quality lawyer, just go to georgestein.com. Following, following stagnant delays on highways. It's really, in, I mean, it's terrible. This is like Trump saying that they were I smart. Say I'm a little Are we coming this conversation's going? Uh, I'm a little nervous. Oh, well, uh, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> All right. 
the audience listening at home did not hear much of the conversation we were having <laughs> beforehand because it was, uh, well, let's just say it was, clinic it was clinical. <laughs> it was clinical and uh, it was very, very important. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, look who's joining us. Shelly Winter, ladies and gentlemen. Shelly! 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 All right, Shelly Winter. Is it cool to join your own chant? Yeah, absolutely. I was, you didn't hear me. At the, I was leading the whole EVH right, thing. Cool, cool, you got to cool. be your own. Hey, listen, be your own best friend. You got to be your own hype man in this world. I love myself. Shelly Winter, we know that. We know that you love yourself, and, uh, and we love you as well. Uh, I don't know what we're going to talk about. I just wanted people to meet Shelly Winter because I think you're a cool guy. Oh, thank you, Eric. I think you're cool, too. And you showed up to my uh, live lounge, so I appreciate you well, inviting me back. Yeah, that one seemed a little, uh, what, what do you think? Our audience is a little livelier, livelier don't you think? Okay, I, I, I can't say that. Just a little bit. <laughs> I can't say that. No disrespect to any oh, of you, but you I can't say that. What do you guys think? Now, your audience was great. I really, I, uh, I, I really enjoyed it. Let me ask you something. I'm trying to ignore... In my show, even though I don't know if you've ever heard it before, it's kind of a current event show. I'm trying to uh, really kind of ignore the biggest stories that are going on right now. How are you navigating? I mean, the war is something that if you are pontificating on in any way, I mean, that is like, I remember when I lived in L.A. and people would tell you, no matter how low your gas tank is, don't get off on that ramp. Don't get off on that exit. That's how I would feel if I was trying to have any kind of conversation about what's going on. You think about that when you're navigating the stuff? Or, you know, you want to say something that's not what everybody else is saying, but you don't want to get canceled at the same time. Um, it is very tough. And mm -hmm. it's, it's a, I'm a, this is why I love you so much, because you bring this up and nobody else would. But it is tough, because um, you don't want to sound like everyone else, and everyone else does absolutely sound the same. Um, but at the same time, I don't want to ignore what everyone's talking about. Um, last night, I had a professor of Hebrew studies on simply for an hour talking about the history of the religious aspects of that part of the world going back to uh, early times, and that's what we did last night. Context. Con yeah, just, just and, talking right, about yeah. that. Um, and a couple nights ago, uh, I did a rant on uh, Barry Weiss, talked about how no one is, uh, that people that cheered Black Lives Matter, people that talked about Ukraine are talking about this, and I said, well, these are your leftists ignoring an issue right. that they don't know where to find themselves on because they don't know, do I do the pro-Palestine thing? Do I do the anti, yeah. you know, where do I go? Well, a lot of them are silent. I've gotten to the point now where the way that I look at it for my show is I'm completely, I don't, I, I believe in free speech. And I believe that people should be able to talk about things. I think people should be able to bring up what's on their mind. I think they should be able to bring it up around people and then have other people Maybe educate them. Maybe, maybe they walk out going, well, you know, I thought one thing. I walked out with another thing. Or they can say, or even if you're saying something that makes people mad, I think you should be allowed to do that. We have to do a show that entertains, you know, a bunch of people. So now I've gotten to the point where this is my rule. If there's an issue that the first thing that we hear from the 24-hour news networks and the social media is, this is how you have to talk about this. And if you don't talk about it this way, then you are a terrible person and we are gonna go after you. I've just gotten to the point where if it's one of those issues, it gets very little time on my show because I realize that those forces are bigger than me and I just sort of, uh, I just figure, well, you know, uh, if I can't have a real conversation, 
that I'll just go ahead and do something else. And then we have people get, complain, like, how can you be laughing when people are suffering? Well, I got news for you. People are suffering around the world every single day. It's just that their media doesn't have cameras in Eritrea or someplace like that. So if you can't laugh because of th people are suffering in the world, then none of us should ever laugh again. Are you trying to tell me that my time here with Shelley Winter is over? Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, Shelly Winter! Just squeeze in some conversation there. Shelly! 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 Covering a travel advisory on 85 southbound, leaving Duluth is Shelly. No, I'm sorry. Don't turn bull! Don't turn bull! Compliment. <laughs> Y'all are awesome, man. Cheers to the whole traffic team today. They've had their hands full at 620. Hey! What are you saying? Alright, they want us to kill? Is that what they're chanting? No, they're chanting Bill Caiaccio. That's, that's Bill Caiaccio, gotta everybody. be a first. Thank you. Joining us for dog talk. These are always the more difficult ones because basically we could do this in about a minute. So they're going to beat Bandy, right? I hope so. Oh, putting in a little bit of doubt in yeah. there. Well, they've won the last two games by a combined score of 117 to nothing. So That's why I'm thinking that yeah. maybe they're favored to possibly win this one. 31 points this 31 yeah. points. Yeah, that's it. Uh, I, but I, I don't gamble. Just remember that. No, Kayachu does not gamble. No. Bill Kayachu. I do. What should I do now? Oh. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you anything. Last time I got in trouble for oh, yeah, telling somebody right. how to bet on a game. So. And they demanded that you pay them back. <laughs> right. What happened to my WSB? <laughs> <laughs> one plus uh, one is you're going to owe money in our system. <laughs> Bill Kayachu, I want to tell you, you look at this guy. He's everything. He's everything. He is... The great American dad right here. This guy great American dad. is, you're never going to meet, you're not going to find, there's never going to be a scandal about Bill Caiaccio. You're never wow. going to find out, oh, 2 o'clock in the morning in the park, Bill again. That's <laughs> never going to happen. Gee, thanks, Eric. Never going to happen. I'm that's a pretty a good person. That's a low standard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very low. Perhaps I'm projecting. Who knows? <laughs> right. Caiaccio uh, strikes again. So, uh, so Vandy, they're just terrible as usual. I don't, I mean, I don't want to give them billboard, whatever. They yeah. call it like uh, uh, well, they, ha they, they have a decent offense. Yeah. Like their offense has put some points on the board. They have decent wide receivers, but uh, they're just not going to be able to slow down Georgia, obviously. And you know, Georgia will slow them down en enough to obviously win by a lot. As so. the as the, I mean, I can't. I don't. I actually can't say that you're the biggest Bulldogs fan that I know. I know several people who are. Oh as, yeah, who are as big fans yeah. as you are. When games get completely out of control, are you as invested in the fourth quarter? Like, uh, oh, yeah. Are you still cheering that oh, the, yeah. the 17th sure. touchdown? I guess. Well, you know? last week we were at, we beat Kentucky 51-13. I was there till the bitter end. But that was a game that you didn't expect was going to end 51-13. to No. But you thought would, that was going to be a little more of a struggle, so it's like it's right. pure on celebration, right? Yeah, yeah. We should talk about that. So, Carson, we, we were talking last Friday and saying that even for Georgia fans – uh, the record's nice, but we're looking for first quarter, let's get out there yeah. and get going, and exactly that and more happened to that yeah. game. I mean, yeah. Carson Beck and the whole thing just flowed smoothly. So that, as a fan, that had to make you yeah. feel 
I keep pointing to you as a fan. I'm a fan as well, but you are a super fan. Thank you. I appreciate I, that. I, from time yes. to time, wear clothes that do not have the Bulldogs logo <laughs> on it. You, however, I think if you were in a wedding, would somehow sneak that G Maybe. In your, on your tuxedo somehow. So I, I protest fan. a wedding in the fall, first of all. Oh, don't you? When I... When I find out, when I get a wedding invitation, yeah, and it happens on a Sunday, oh wow! During football season, yeah. I say to my wife, "He does not wear the pants in that family." That's what I say. <laughs> and how dare they? Do you know? Once I had to go to a funeral, uh huh, and <laughs> wow, that went from wedding to funeral. Very well, yeah, I do it all. Same suit. Yeah. So <laughs> I actually. I snuck out of the funeral. Wow! Because Eric. the Bills were playing on a Saturday. Did you wow. pretend like I, I just I need a minute? I just, <laughs> this is too much for me. I'm gonna have to step out for like, <laughs> like you know, two quarters. And it's like a and then like they were like I they played the Panthers or something and I'm with my phone over by the Chattahoochee somewhere and like other people are seeing. I'm sure other people are looking at me and I'm like, yeah, yeah, at a funeral. Not a good look. Not nice, a good Eric. look. Why do we like football so much? Wow. It's bizarre. I, that, that is a bizarre thing when you think about it. I, I'm not really sure. And, and, and in the South, obviously, college football is like a religion. Yeah. I mean, people like they say uh, family football, faith, or faithful family football in no particular order. Yeah. But don't you? That's, I mean, sometimes myself, and I just I just go crazy like when my team is not yeah. winning or something like that. And then there's another thing in my brain that's like, you are really stupid. You're a stupid person. Stupid. Why are you getting yeah, this excited? But I can't. Like, yeah. part of me is like, say, you know what? Just walk away. Like, right. I could never do that. You can't because do it. I know You're as addicted. soon as I walked away, they'd start getting good, and I'd yeah. be like, hmm, let me just take a peek. Yeah. And then I'm in again. Yeah. You're but hooked. it really is. It, there's no rhyme or reason. No. It, it, maybe it's because we don't go out. Like, wouldn't it be better if we didn't have wars and we settled it all on the gridiron? Because you really, it is. Obviously, I'm getting something like that, right? Like, it's like one village is taking on the other village. Right. And it's very much like you get that thrill of war without anybody dying. <laughs> I think it's a beautiful sport for that reason. It really is. I mean, yeah. look around the world. Human beings like to kill each other. Right? That's obvious yeah. through world history. Yes. So wouldn't it be better just to, you know, beat each other up on the gridiron? Yeah, I think if... Uh, it's if, a peaceful uh, game is what Israel and Hamas right. came game. here and saw a football game going on and go, wow, this is kind of crazy. They might think we're crazy. Yeah. Well, we are. Yeah. As I started this conversation, people like us are bananas. Yeah. <laughs> but we get that upset over, yeah. like, and, uh, was it Seinfeld who said, like, you're, like, they're wearing your pajamas, like, you like those pajamas, yeah. so therefore, they're the greatest people in the world because they're wearing the pajamas that I like to root for. Well, did you ever hear, do you remember years ago when uh, the old Ohio State coach, Woody Hayes, was coaching? When he um, that he, guy? <laughs> no, not that. <laughs> he said, when Ohio State lost a big game, he said, you know, there's 100 million people in China that really don't care that we just lost this game. And that's true. And like when, when your team, like I, if your favorite team is doing poorly, yeah. I, the only way, like, like my favorite team famously lost four Super Bowls in a row. Sure. No other team's ever even gone to four Super Bowls in a row. Right. That's a special kind of terrorizing your fan base. That's <laughs> yeah. it's very, very, very rare. And sometimes I, that's the way that I get out of it is I think, yeah, but there's like 8 billion people in the world and 7.9 of them do not give a damn about no, the outcome of this game. You know what? I'll just go join them. They seem like they're having more fun. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time. It's chant time. Let's go. You want your traffic? Doc Turbo! Hey, come on! Come on!
gentlemen, it's a live crowd, and it's our uh, it's our last segment of the night. And I have to tell you, the crowd is turning surly. I think it's ending right there. There, really, there's, it's started out all a love fest, but there's a lot of complaints and stuff going on. I think it's getting hot in here. Bill Caiaccio, just one moment. I want to take some time to let people know that if they've missed any of today's show, if you here have missed any of today's show, well, that means you were bored silly and you fell asleep because you're here. But <laughs> if you missed any of today's show, you don't have to worry. You can stream or download the full Doctrine podcast, and that includes a pre-show 30 and a post-show 30. Those 60 minutes are completely commercial-free. You can stream or download those on wsbradio.com, the WSB Radio app, or any of your favorite podcast providers, brought to you, as always, by our friends at Findlay Roofing. I do want to thank Atlanta Pizza and Yero. The best. I wanted to call you Matt, but your first name is Mike, actually. You got two first names, Mike Matt. No, Mike Hall. Oh, Mike Hall. I'm sorry. <laughs> that rosé is hitting, Eric. Yeah, I'm getting drunk. <laughs> I can't see straight. Mike Hall is the owner, purveyor, everything at uh, Atlanta Pizza and Yero, and that is in Conyers, Georgia. And uh, great one. Did you enjoy the pizza? I'm like Trump all of a sudden. Do we like the pizza? Do we like... I like Kanye's. I like pizza. I like Mike. He's a good guy. Wait, do we like Mike? By the way, Mike has the most delicious uh, gyros you've ever seen. Gyros. I say gyros. Okay, well, you're wrong. It's gyros. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Caiaccio, who is about to tell us, you know, all of the programming. What do we have, like uh, 22, 27 hours of pre- and post-game at, at programming? Least, at least. Here at WSB? Well, you're going to have to get up early. It's breakfast time for the pre-game show tomorrow. It's mm. 8 a.m. for Ooh. the uh, for Dog Talk pre-game with Jeff Dantzler and Kevin Butler, and then 9 a.m. for the tailgate show. And then the game? And the game is at noon. Yeah. And then after the game, we're going to go back to regular. No, no. no, no, after, no. The game? after the game, we do uh, Kevin and Jeff again with the uh, dog dog post game show. Very so good. Take your calls after the game. And I uh, they did good. Uh, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Bulldog fan forty two is on the line. Yeah, Bulldog Barry. <laughs> I wasn't at first convinced that Carson was the quarterback that they needed, but he sure has proved himself since weeks three. <laughs> And I certainly do agree with you, sir. Thank, thank you thank very much. You. Now Bill Caiaccio wants to let us know that uh, he doesn't run his house. His teenagers do. Where are you going after this? We're going to the Taylor Swift movie tonight. Woo! <laughs> I know this show is a fan of Taylor Swift. I Listen, I respect her acumen. There you go. I respect her business sense. I've quite frankly had enough of the fashion and the uh, wearing the coat off the shoulder for three hours and the red lipstick. Really, it's enough already. It really is enough. How about Taylor just goes out to see a football game? She did hey last guys, night, in fact. Night off. Was, yeah. She never has a night off in her own mind. That's, That's because all me. of this is manufactured. You don't all think that they're, you, what you're saying is that you do not think that she and Travis Kelsey are. <laughs> no, getting it on. I don't. What is I that? Don't I don't. No. I don't either. It's I love. Uh, it's love. Get out of here. You know it's not love. It's not, I, I mean, I don't She's know. She's gone to three games. It's, it's over oh, a month. Oh, oh, then I guess so. She's <laughs> been to three games. That's the only <laughs> proof I need. Listen, when they're married, you guys will be apologizing to me. Uh, I'm sure I will. <laughs> on my hands and knees. <laughs> begging for forgiveness. Jared, please. I'm you sure were right. Well. No. Jared, no. I was so wrong. Well, I didn't just think all of the coverage and then her, like, not most, most of the time when celebrities are getting together, they keep it pretty chill. 
Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. They don't necessarily like hide it from the world, but they at least just keep it like mm, the same. Let me see the game, and you know, the, yeah, oh, not me. Like but instead, she's bringing like six celebrity friends with her. Yeah. And then, like you said, she's just like making a big show of her support for the I team. I don't know. What, like, was she middle class growing up? What was her? Her family background? owned a, tris, a Christmas tree farm. Okay. So she didn't come from wealth or whatever, but she has been in that world now for so many years that she has no idea how people live their lives. And then you hear these stories about how they uh, they get her in and out of these stadiums in a popcorn machine. Have you heard that? They make her get in a no. popcorn machine and they wheel her through the place. What is that, Michael way, Jackson? Yeah, like, it's, like the only way, it's the only way that they can get her in there without her being uh, you know mobbed. Because we all <laughs> love her so much. Do we not? Taylor, Taylor. She's got enough money. It's the hey, you know, Bill Caiaccio, that music's telling us two things. Time to get out. Shut the hell up and get the hell out. And we always comply. Uh, no post show tonight because we had a live radio show, and that's just the way that it is. Thank you very much to the live audience for giving the children's health care, for being here, and for chanting my initials on the way out. Continue on your journey. Do not piss off the genie! Thanks for listening to the Von Hessler Doctrine podcast. Remember, you can hear the show from 4 to 7 on 95.5 WSB and follow the Doctrine on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter for even more content. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.